sushi. Analyze this. In 1957, the Gallo brothers whacked Albert Anastasia. Vito Genovese figures he's the big boss. But Carlo Gambini and Joe Bananas had other ideas and called a meeting. Fifty bosses and wise guys came to a little town upstate. Paul Vitti's father went there with Don Manetta and Tommy D. All the traffic attracts the feds. They moved and the bosses fled. Carlo Gambini became Capo di Tutti Capo, boss of all bosses. Paul's consigliere, Dominic Manetta, says the 57 meeting was about dividing the country. This one is about how they're going to survive. Made guys are informing. Bosses going to jail. People are getting whacked without permission. Dominic promised Paul's father he'd always protect Paul. They leave the restaurant. But Paul returns and escapes with his life. Nicky Shivers pleads ignorance. Paul gets a metal pipe and threatens Nicky about who killed Dominic. Paul can't bring himself to hit Nicky and drops the pipe. Dr. Ben Sobel and son Michael are in gridlocked traffic. Ben rear ends the car in front, where someone's tied up in the back. Ben admits liability. Jelly says Ben should forget it. Jimmy gaffer tapes the trunk. Ben suggests calling the police, but Jelly curses the idea. Ben tells Jelly he's a psychiatrist. The man in the trunk bangs. Jelly blames the pings and knocks on cheap petrol. Salvatore Masiello says the Manetta family think Paul killed Dominic. Carlo Mangano says they were after Paul. Primo Sidone wants to run everything, but Primo couldn't come after Dominic and Paul. Unless he had permission from the families, Paul's physically uncomfortable. Carlo should find out what he can. Paul says he needs some air. At the hospital, the doctor says Paul's been having anxiety attacks. The doctor gets a beating just for suggesting Paul would panic. Paul discreetly tells Jelly. He needs a psychiatrist for his friend. Ben's in session with Carl, who settles too easily for things. Jelly bursts in and offers Carl one hundred dollars to leave. Jelly offers one hundred and fifty dollars. Carl suggests three hundred dollars, and Jelly says he isn't that crazy. Carl is proud. He stood his ground. He got Jelly up from a hundred and fifty dollars.
Paul says he's got a friend with problems. Ben asks why Paul needs therapy. Paul says it's for a friend. Ben humbly apologises. Paul's friend's a very powerful guy. All of a sudden, he cries for no reason. Can't sleep and can't be with his friends. Paul's friend has attacks when he can't breathe, gets dizzy, has chest pains and thinks he's going to die. Ben suggests they're panic attacks. Paul bristles. Ben says dizzy, chest-constricting attacks. Ben thinks Paul's friend is Paul. Paul shakes his finger at Ben and smiles. Ben has a gift. Ben tries denying it, but Paul aggressively offers more praise. Ben says soon he's leaving on a short vacation. Paul's going to be getting in touch with Ben again. Ben's asleep with fiancée Laura when Jelly kidnaps him. Paul says Ben's solutions didn't work. Paul's impotent. Paul says it happened eight times before. In Paul's world, he deals with animals who sense weakness. Paul has two weeks to recover or he's dead. Ben asks what even constitutes a well-adjusted gangster. Paul sobs that he's a dead man. Ben asks what happened, asking if Paul's been under stress. Paul saw his best friend murdered. Ben doubts there's anything physically wrong. Ben will treat Paul exclusively for two weeks back in New York. Ben returns to his room, where he tells Laura he had to see Paul Viti, the gangster, but it's over now. Ben wants to know about Paul's father. He was very well respected. Paul was 12. It was a heart attack. At the time, they weren't close. Paul's father slapped Paul around because he joined a street gang. Ben asks Paul if he may have wanted his father to die. Laura's father tells Ben his friends call him Captain. Paul arrives with his family. Laura's uncomfortable. The captain says Paul Viti, the mobster. Ben says it's Laura's father, the captain. Paul apologises, then gives Laura a thick envelope for the wedding couple. Paul tells Ben his dream. He brings a bottle of milk to a crying baby, and the milk's black. He asks Ben what it means. Ben returns to the party. Paul threatens to bust the captain's head open. 
Jelly grapples for the hitman's gun. Paul takes the gun, but can't shoot. The gunman flies screaming out of the seventh floor window, in sight of the wedding party. Paul says people get depressed. They jump. Paul's returning to New York. Laura says she's upset. Her wedding's ruined. She, too, wants to return to New York. Paul's the victim. First, someone tries to kill him. Then, he whacks one of Paul's guys and messes up Ben's wedding. For Ben, a double homicide is too much. Paul protests. Ben wants Paul to call Primo. Paul calls Primo for closure. Paul's angry. Primo doesn't understand. Paul says he's looking forward to seeing Primo at the meeting. Primo's dismissive. Paul threatens Primo. Primo insults Paul and hangs up. Ben receives a huge fountain from Paul. The FBI show Ben and Laura recent photos of Paul and Ben on Miami Beach. Ben says Paul Vitis his patient. Ben tells Paul he had a dream where he was Vito, the godfather, buying fruit, and Paul was Fredo, who drops his gun. Ben says it's about Paul's father. Talking about Paul's father can explain Paul's issues. Agent Steadman from the FBI creates audio that sounds like Paul wants to kill Ben. This is then played to Ben and Laura. The agents want Ben to wear a wire. Ben requests a meeting, but Paul knows about the wire. At Peretti's restaurant, Ben learns Peretti's is where Paul's father was whacked. Ben says he's going to the bathroom, where he removes the wire. Ben asks why Paul didn't mention his father was murdered, and why Paul chose Peretti's. Paul tears open Ben's shirt, revealing no wire. Paul's ready to kill Ben, who betrayed him. Ben was played a tape where Paul said he was going to kill him. Paul swears he never said that. On the night of his father's murder, Paul saw one of the hitmen dressed like a busboy. Paul's father was still angry. Ben suggests Paul was angry at his father. Paul should have said something. Ben says Paul couldn't have saved him. His father chose that life. Paul's father was trying to save Paul. Now, Paul doesn't want Anthony to grow up without a father. Primo's men arrive to kill Paul. He's too busy crying 
Jimmy is shot, but Jelly returns fire, killing handsome Jack and Buddy. Ben says Paul might feel emotional for a while, and they're close to something. Soon, Jelly holds Ben at gunpoint, and Jimmy gives him a $1,200 Valentino suit. Ben must pretend he's the new conciliary. Armed men guard the exits. Primo asks about Ben, as does Carlo. Jelly won't let Ben leave. Ben suddenly slaps Jelly across the face. Primo asks who Ben is. Ben gives his name as Ben Sobiglioni, but he's best known as the doctor. As Mr Viti's conciliary, He's prepared to speak for Mr. Viti on all matters. Primo says there's been a thing between him and Paul Viti for a long time. Ben psychoanalyzes Primo, with other wise guys showing they recognize the issues Ben raises. Primo's infuriated. Soon, he calls Ben a dead man. Paul appears, apologising for his lateness. About a fortnight ago, someone killed his conciliary, Dominic Manetta. Primo suggests everyone knows Paul whacked Dominic so he could take over. Paul says he wants out, but he'll respect the oath he took the day he was made. He'll take to the grave whatever he knows about anybody's business. He knows that Carlo Mangano would like to be boss of his own family. That's why Carlo betrayed Dominic and Paul and sent his man to Miami to kill Paul. But Paul won't take revenge. He had a breakthrough. He's in a good place mentally. Ben watches admiringly. Everyone stands and toasts Paul. In the car park, Paul calls to Momo, Biggs and Eddie, who all appear, armed to the teeth. In the gunfight, Primo shoots Ben. Eddie and the others start shooting and the wise guys scatter. Tanks burst through the fences, followed by law enforcement and a helicopter. Everyone is rounded up. Sing Sing Prison, Ossining, New York. Ben visits Paul, who got 18 months. They found Primo Sidone dead near LaGuardia. Paul wants to continue with private sessions, either at weekends or on the phone. Paul thanks Ben, shaking his finger and telling Ben he's something. Ben suggests one more dance with Laura, then they go to bed. 
Ben asks Tony Bennett if he can sing one more song. He sings World on a String. Ben and Laura slow dance together beside the orange-lit fountain. Starring Robert De Niro, Billy Crystal, Lisa Kudrow, rated 15, directed by Harold Ramis, released in the UK 1999, runtime 1 hour 43 minutes.